3: Uh, Pharrell back on uh, coast to coast. I, I went to hell is where I went and I visited Satan. And then I came back real quickly to do the rest of the television show. I was in hell. I just want to let you know how things are. I had to go down there to plan out the hurricane tomorrow with Satan. All right, Carver. I take it away. Calgon.
4: Good evening. Uh, good afternoon, Scotty. Happy Monday to you. What's going on? Uh, let's start with the NBA because you said it last night, the Rockets and the Bucks. That was a good one. And let's hear from James Harden. He says this team has great potential, big win for us. Here's Harden.
5: That's our mindset every single day. When we talk about when we're in a film, uh you know, that's what 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 we focus on. Like I've said over and over, like offensively, we're you know one of the best teams out there, just defensively. If we can uh, stay engaged, which I think we have been these last couple games, uh, for four quarters and overtime, then um, you know
1: it's going to be so tough for teams to beat us.
3: Listen, uh, I got to tell you, uh, any way you slice it, uh, this team—I'm I'm buying in. I, I think they're really tough. Uh, I think they got all kinds of guys that produce on this team. Uh, they can move it around. Uh, they run. Uh, The small ball that everyone's a genius. Everyone thinks they know so much about how they can't win with a small lineup. I mean, every host in the world, TV and radio, all a bunch of nimrods. And they all think they know something about basketball. All these mouths that just yap all day, never shut up. You don't know anything about basketball. They take on a bigger team and kick their ass six ways till Sunday. Is that enough proof for you know it-alls that a small ass team could take on those monsters? They got four seven-footers and they schooled their ass. Know that that they can beat anybody. That team can beat anybody. And I'm also, as I said before, the Bucks, the Raptors are a better team than them, too. I mean, hands down. Let me tell you something. Those Lopez twins, they can shoot threes once in a while and hit some big shots. But when it matters, when it's crunch time, at the end of the game, with under two minutes in, I wouldn't give either one of them the ball. And they do the same thing every time they give the ball to Giannis and nobody else produces. I don't trust that Middleton either. But I trust Westbrook, every time he touches it, and I certainly trust Harden offensively, and Tucker was terrible the whole game, but what did he do at the end of the game? He was hitting threes when it mattered. When it mattered, he was hitting threes. If they had Gordon, they'd be even tougher, but I like this team with House. All of them, I think they're dangerous, lethal. They can beat anybody. Trust me, you. they can beat the Lakers, too.
4: Another good one yesterday, Scotty, between the Trailblazers and the Celtics. Back and forth, the Celtics end up winning it. Jason Tatum says, "We might be young, but we have played in playoff games before. We have big game experience." Here's Tatum.
0: Yeah, we're young guys, but we got some decent amount of playoff experience. We've been in some big games, some big moments. Um, and two very extremely confident guys that uh, want to be out there, want to want to make plays.
3: Look, this team is uh, also playing very well together. I think the key is Campbell Walker that he, you know, his knee holds up because you saw what he does. He had some huge daggers in that game, right? Like, Uh, He hit some bomb threes off screens. I mean, I thought Brown hit some mammoth Titanic shots from deep late in the fourth quarter. And then I love his mentality. He's like, we just want to win. I don't care what I do. I don't care if I go off. I don't care if I have 30 plus. I want to win games. And I thought, listen, another piece to that puzzle is Tice, uh, the German. Uh, That guy is a physical Nasty SOB in the paint. And I mean, he just goes at it with whoever. He's not afraid uh, of taking on uh, Nurkic. He got all violent with him. And like I said, uh, you know, if you look at the other side of the coin, uh, Trent, what he brings to that blazer, uh, lineup, we always talk about Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum and barely anybody else, but, uh, Nurkic has made the biggest difference and having a guy like Trent hit those shots. when you know, everyone's worried about Dame and McCollum and mellow, and you got another guy daggering from everywhere. Trust me, that's how you win big games is having every piece in your lineup, do something to contribute.
4: You mentioned it before, the Raptors beat the Lakers on Saturday night. Big win for them, and I'm with you, Scotty. I think the Raptors are the team to beat in the Eastern Conference. Does, can Kyle Lowry bring them to another another title? I'm starting to believe it, Scotty.
3: Uh, without a doubt. I mean, his game is so much better than without uh, Kawhi Leonard. He's averaging six more points a game, and I think that Van Bleed has become a rock star uh, performer hitting absolute mammoth Titanic shots from everywhere on the wings, deep out, straight out 30 feet out. He hit shots. He is not afraid to step into a shot from 30, 35 feet. I'm not even kidding. And he makes them. He did it today against the heat. I think the heat and the Raptors and the Celtics can all play with the bucks. I think the bucks are a good team. They're better with blood. So I don't think they're not a good team. Don't think I'm stupid over here. I know they're good, but I saw A major leak in that boat in that vessel watching them lose that game yesterday they could be beaten and i think there's three teams that could do it we've already seen miami go in there and beat them and i know what i just saw happen uh we've seen all these teams beat them now and i saw the heat come roaring back today against raptors they're not afraid of the raptors and the celtics against the Blazers. I thought the Celtics looked fantastic that they could beat them too. They have so many pieces and I think the Bucks are one dimensional. For me, it's all about Giannis or nothing. Shut him down and the Bucks are very beatable. And you can quote me on that six ways till Sunday. They're not going to the finals. No.
4: They are not going to the finals. I'm with you 1,000%. The Nets actually found a team over the weekend worse than them, Scotty. They beat the Wizards on Saturday. Big win for the Nets. But now they play the Bucks tomorrow afternoon at 1.30 p.m. East. And they will not have, are you ready, Joe Harris, Jared Allen, Karis Levert, all will not play for the Nets Game against over. the Bucs tomorrow. That's uh, that's over. not going to be a good team tomorrow afternoon. Let's get to Zion because the Pelicans have now dropped a couple of games here he's not playing of course he's got the minutes restriction they have a huge game we're going to talk about in a little bit against the Grizzlies tonight let's hear from Zion not a fan of the minutes limits after two games I'm
2: gonna say it's it's very tough to be honest um because you know as soon as I start to break that sweat uh I look over and that horns for me and I have to come out the game and you know also uh When I do catch the flow of the game, like I said, that horn goes off, and it's for me.
3: Look, uh, I watched that game, and it was the ugliest game I've ever seen. Let me just say this. Uh, The Clippers can absolutely destroy anybody in the NBA if they shoot like they did. I mean, they hit 16 first-half threes in that game. I was sitting there like this. You got to be kidding me. Like, they were hitting bombs. The deep corner step back PG from the benches, teardrop city, and it fell all net. The net caught on fire. That was the sickest shot I've seen since Kawhi Leonard did it in the playoffs last year. Uh, Look, uh, people, let's get something real clear. The Pelicans suck. They're not that good. Uh, There's a reason they shouldn't be in the playoffs. There's a reason that, uh, you know, ABC and ESPN, they can't get enough of Zion Williamson. But if he's only going to play 15 minutes a game, 20 tops, if they're not going to unleash this guy, they have no chance at all. The only player on that team that dominates is Ingram. That's it. They're not that good. They're just not. And Lonzo's still a little bit sloppy. They got Holiday. I like his game, but they're just not that good of a team. I mean, let's get real.
4: The Dallas Mavericks clinched a playoff berth over the weekend, Scotty, but they blew a huge lead to the Rockets on Friday night, then blew another lead to the Suns yesterday, and now it looks like they're going to have to play the Clippers in the first round. Not a good scene for the Mavericks. On the other side of it, though, the Suns have played pretty well after two games. Here's Coach Monty Williams. He says that Booker and Rubio—they've
3: been getting doing the job that all year, right?
5: Win. You know that's that's been their mo, and um, you know Da has been playing lights out and he picks up fouls and didn't have much of a rhythm, but you're right. in that first half, you know, book and, and Ricky just stayed with it. And they put so much pressure on you tonight. I just felt like they were in our paint a ton. They were driving by us, getting offensive rebounds. And those two guys didn't let that deter them. Uh, they just stayed the course. And we just kept saying that in the huddles, like just stay the course, hold on. We'll have a chance to win. And, um, We did, you know, that that it's a testament to those two guys and how they're
3: leading. I love Booker's game. He's no joke at all. And I even like his dating skills. The guy's a player on and off the court. Badass. He can fill it up. No one respects the Suns at all. I don't think they're that great of a team, but I love watching that guy ball. We got a lot more NBA coming up on Coast to Coast.
2: Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get
5: I'm Cam Stewart your Sports Grid News and betting update. You want the capping edge, get on the grid. The XFL's what The Rock is cooking. Actor and former WWE star Dwayne The Rock Johnson and two partners have bought the XFL for around $15 million hours before the revamped Football League was set to be sold via auction. The XFL, which declared bankruptcy in April after the COVID-19 pandemic, forced the league to shut down the first of its season and second go-around. Its league was formerly owned by WWE Chairman Vince McMahon. It appears Johnson will take an active role in bringing the eight-team league back. Cleveland Brown star receiver Odell Beckham Jr. doesn't think the 2020 season should go ahead amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Beckham said team owners are only focused on the league's finances and don't see the players as quote-unquote human beings. OBJ also said he doesn't plan to opt out though. The receiver coming off a career-low 64.7 yards per game and just four touchdown catches. New England safety Devin McCourty isn't happy with the NFL's handling of the opt-out deadline. He called it a joke saying the league doesn't want to see more players jump ship on the season. Adam Schefter reporting the league is expected to push the opt-out date to as early as this Wednesday. The 49ers and veteran tight end Jordan Reed have agreed on a one-year deal. This very busy day in the NBA tonight. Let's go. The Raptors, they just finished beating the Miami Heat 107-103. Very solid game. Nuggets and Thunder were underway right now. Denver up 15-11, 5:35 left in the first. We got Indiana up on Washington, 14-12, 4:17 left in the first. Milwaukee Bucks head coach Mike Budenholzer and Oklahoma City bench boss Billy Donovan voted Coaches of the Year by the Coaches Association. The NBA adjusting its protocol for players who produce inconclusive coronavirus tests to help allow for a quicker return to play. An asystematic player in quarantine who tests negative on the first retest can now play if the team's next game, if he goes with a negative test one hour before tip-off. The NHL continuing playoffs. The Hurricanes taking out the Rangers 4-1. Andre Shefnikov, a hat-trick for the Canes. They lead the best of seven, two to two to nothing. The Rangers on the ropes. Winnipeg missing two of their stars today, uh, Shifley and Lane. Now Calgary's just tied them up 2-2. We're in the second intermission there. Washington Tampa Bay scoreless early in the first period. Miko Koskinen will get the starting goal for Edmonton in Game 2 versus Chicago tonight. They're down one nothing in that series. The NHL's bubble working seamlessly. The league has recorded zero positive positive tests between July 27th and August 1st. 7,013 tests administered in the MLB. The Phillies have no new t- positive tests. They will travel to play the Yankees tonight. The Marlins also new, no new positive tests. They'll play Baltimore, but reports indicate the St. Louis Cardinals went to a casino. Their outbreak now 13. That's brutal in the Field of games, uh, Dreams game between the Cardinals and White Sox August 13th. Has been canceled. I'm Cam Stewart. That's your sports grid news and betting update. Now back to Scotty Farrell on coast to ghost playoff edition.
3: Hey, uh, so Cam, I I hope you've been hearing me uh, raving about the Raptors. I, you know, Saturday, they kicked the Lakers ass. I mean, they kicked them right in the teeth. Uh, I mean, they obliterated the Lakers. Like, like as if to say, we'll see you soon and we'll do it to you again. And then today, that was an even better game. The Heat played him way better than the Lakers did. And I think that I think that the Raptors, from what I'm seeing, the way they play, even without Kawhi, because I think you've heard me talk about Van Vliet. I think that Ibaka, I think all of them get involved. Gasol, the whole team, it's ridiculous. I think they're going back to the NBA Finals. In fact, uh, not only do I think they could go to the NBA Finals, I think they could repeat.
5: Yeah, they're they're, they're a great matchup for Milwaukee, too. You know, the Greek Freak's going to have to deal with Gasol and Abaka. All their other big mans, OG and Anobi's looking a lot better, too. I'm telling you, this team is very, very deep and talented. Miami's a good club, though. They hung in that game. i got to give the Heat a lot of credit. I think they're kind of a dark horse in the tournament, Scotty. They're very, very talented. And Boston, but everyone wants to anoint Milwaukee champions. I was listening to the show, and I agree with you and Carver High. I think Milwaukee's slightly overrated, and there's a lot of other teams. They're the favorites. I don't like the number. I think the Raptors... And if I were going to take one underdog, I'd actually take the Miami Heat.
3: I mean, they are very dangerous. I love that team, the way they play. I think Dragic is a really nice piece for them. And then the way Hero can shoot and Robinson, uh, you know, uh, you know, in the middle, I think they're, you know, extremely uh, out of biophysical. And they can bang uh, on top of that. Crowder's a violent guy. Reminds me of uh, Harold that plays for the Clippers. Kind of a real banger and physical guy. Like, you're not coming into my space. But I think that team... Uh, you know, as I watch him, what Siakam's able to do in Ibaka, they got the size to go with anybody. Listen, I said it before. I think the Bucks are a really good team, but I don't trust those Lopez. In fact, they only play one of them when it matters. And I don't trust him shooting late in games uh, like I do Siakam and uh, Lowry. I trust shooting and I certainly trust shooting uh, Van Vliet. He's turned into a, a, a rock star shooter.
5: Yeah, Van Fleet is one of those guys. Teams don't give him respect and he knocks down his shot. You know, and there's other guys too. Norm Powell can get his points. That's the thing, Scotty. It's just they don't have scrubs. They're a bunch of very, very good players, the guys that they have all can contribute. I've never seen a team, you know, when you're looking at the lines on FanDuel, when you look at player props, like five or six guys over ten points, it's not a, you know, a two-man, a three-man team. They have a lot of right. very good young players on their team. And sorry about my face, Scotty. I butchered myself self-shaving. I didn't want a bloodbath on set, so I got the toilet paper hanging in there. It's uh, not working very well. <laughs> I literally obliterated right. myself in the shower Listen. bleeding, bleeding profusely.
3: <laughs> I just thought maybe he played hockey over the weekend. Look, I think that uh, the Raptors, in a seven-game series. Uh, it's going to be very hard to beat them four times. We'll see you next hour, uh, Cam Cam Stewart up in Toronto. Good stuff. All right, definitely- Carver. Hi. Uh, we're going to pick it up with Popovich.
4: Yeah, let's pick it up with Pop because the Spurs were kind of an afterthought here, Scotty. Uh, everybody said no, Lamarcus Aldridge. Who cares? They've beaten the Kings. They've beaten the Grizzlies. A couple teams that they're chasing. They're a game out now of getting into that playoff. Let's hear from Popovich. He's proud of his guys.
5: They, they haven't played together that much uh, it's been, you know, off and on because of injuries and that sort of thing during the last couple of years. So uh, they're having fun playing against each other. You know, they give us a great pace. Uh, they move the basketball and, you know, they feel responsible to each other. So it's a good, good mix. Yeah, there's no doubt. And uh, I got to tell you,
3: I've I've hit a couple bets with the uh, Spurs since they started playing again. And I can't even believe it because I thought they were atrocious uh, all season. And they've been, for, for my money, the last couple of years, they've been atrocious. So uh, let's look at tonight's games, uh, Carver. Hyde. there's games going on right now. That uh, Nuggets game is 16-15 over the Thunder. And I know that uh, there's more than that going on uh, in terms of uh, the Pacers lead. Uh, The last time I checked, same thing, 16-15 Pacers over the Wizards.
4: Yeah, Pacers are up a little bit on the Wizards right now, and the Thunder and the Nuggets also just underway. You heard Cam say it, the Raptors beat the Heat already. We got three more games tonight, Scotty. Let's start with the Spurs since we were just talking about Popovich. Right now on FanDuel getting seven against the 76ers tonight. you willing to go in with the Spurs again here?
3: No, I don't think they can stop Embiid and the, and just the scoring of Simmons and Harris. Uh, I just don't think they have anything to stop them. I like Philly in this game.
4: Huge one, Scotty, between the Grizzlies and the Pelicans. Zion against Ja Morant. Uh, Pelicans need this one bad. Even the Grizzlies coming off a bad loss to the Spurs as well. What do you think here?
3: Well, I think it's going to be a really good game because, A, I know the Pelicans have to win. They absolutely have to win. Uh, I don't know if it's a death sentence, but they need this game desperately. And the Grizzlies and Ja Morant would love to ruin their season and say, bye-bye, you're not playing anymore. And now Ja Morant can finally get the recognition he deserves. So I think the game's going to be super close. I think, you know, Vegas and FanDuel, they have it very close as well. The last time I checked on it, when I put it up, it was at three and a half. I don't know how much uh, it's moved. It's up to four and a half. I'm, I'm willing to take that number. And middle it. I still think the Pelicans will get it done based on their desperation.
4: FanDuel now up to minus five for the Pelicans. Wow. How about that? That's what FanDuel's at at this moment. And that's now crazy. last game of the night, Lakers coming off of that loss to the Raptors on Saturday night. Right now on FanDuel minus six, taking on the Jazz tonight, Scotty.
3: Yeah, I don't like the uh, Jazz at all in this one. I, I thought, uh, you know, I was watching on uh, Sunday, or maybe it was uh, Saturday when I saw him play uh, the Thunder and they got wiped out one ten ninety four. I did not like their uh, you know Moxie the way they played. They gave up. Uh, they drew in the towel, whatever you want to call it. Uh, all I know is. Uh, You do that against the Thunder with Chris Paul. They abused him. They humiliated him. And then, what do you think? It's going to get easier against the Lakers? The Lakers should roll in this one by more than that number. Uh, At six and a half, six. It opened at six, moved to six and a half. Whatever it is, uh, I still think L.A. covers it.
4: Let's move on to the baseball now, Scotty. A lot to do there from over the weekend. Let's start with Commissioner Rob. Rob Manfred says that the season is going to continue to move forward. No reason To quit now, he says, he's got still his problem with the St. Louis Cardinals. New reports today say they are up to 13 positive, seven players, six members of the coaching staff, uh, and they say that some of the players were out uh, at a casino, Scotty. So, um, he's got this uh, Marlins situation, you would think, starting to get closer. The Phillies are going to play the Yankees tonight, as we know. We'll see in a couple days what happens with the Marlins. They might play the Orioles, it looks like, over the next few days, so... He looks like he got past that one, but now he's got to get through the Cardinal one.
3: Well, look, I think that, you know, we've done enough bashing of this guy on this show. It's getting stale. So let's get down to business. He has to, as commissioner Manfred, he has to control each situation as it evolves. That's the way they're obviously dealing with the baseball season. It's one problem at a time. Deal with it accordingly and keep playing the other games. Uh, make updates. Uh, seven-inning doubleheaders, whatever it takes. They have to deal with issues as they evolve, uh, not overreact like last uh, Friday, whatever, when he said we're going to cancel the season if they don't get their act together. I thought those were idle threats, and I think now he's handling things the best that he can. You can blame the Marlins all you want, and you can blame the Cardinals all you want, Uh, You cannot have your players going out to party in casinos and trying to go out and have drinks and try to go out and have food and everything else. Have people not caught on to the fact that this thing's circling back and biting people in the ass? The bottom line is, even in New Jersey, where they thought they had it all gone and clear, it's spiking like crazy right now again. Rumors have it. I'm hearing from sources that they are going to go back to phase one in New Jersey I'm also hearing that the plans to go back to school are going to go out the window. They're not going to have either. Uh, there's all kinds of people in New Jersey that have this thing again. It's come back. It's all over the state again after it had left. So congratulations with all your boat parties, you nimrods.
4: <laughs> Let's hear from Cardinals President John Maziliak. He uh, he's offended that one player would be responsible for this outbreak. Here's John.
5: I think it's like incredible how people are just like looking to to find this answer as if to like create this blame game and so I find that rather sickening and annoying. Um, we're in the pandemic the likelihood of where someone could have gotten this could be anywhere from a grocery store to a bar and everywhere in between but trying to determine that I don't think is very helpful and even if I knew I probably would not say it publicly because I wouldn't want somebody brandished with that label. Well, thanks uh, so much for all that
3: nonsense. Here's the deal. No one cares what you think either. Like, how funny is this guy? What do you think? You're smarter than everybody because you're some baseball general manager or president. Your players went to a casino to party. Asshat. Blame the public. Blame the media. Blame your own mother. Now that's an idea. Why don't we blame your fat mother? It's her fault. She had everybody over for beef stew. Why don't we blame your fat ass mother for what you did instead of blaming everybody else because your entire team is sick. Moron. These guys blaming the media. I'm, I'm so bored with it. Like blame the media. Blame your mother. How's that taste?
4: No Christmas cards for John's mom coming from Scotty this uh, holiday season. MLB has canceled that Field of Dreams game that the Cardinals were going to be a part of with the White Sox next week. Lorenzo Cain of the Brewers opts out. Red Sox pitcher Eduardo Rodriguez, he's done for the season with a heart issue. Really quickly, Scotty, Aaron Judge is on fire. He's homered in five straight games, and here's the winner last night on WFAN in New York.
5: Barnes to Judge. Curveball. Fly ball. Deep left field. Way back. Aaron Judge Adios, Osamigo oh is he hot his second home run of the night Aaron Judge is guilty of putting the Yankees into the lead with his second home run of the night a bomb into the night it is nine to seven New York who is that
3: Carver High
4: Ricky Ricardo filling in for Sterling
3: Oh, I thought he was great. Uh, They got to get rid of uh, the old man and his girlfriend.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
3: So, I mean, uh, I want to go back to uh, two things. A, uh, Rick Ricardo's call of that home run. I mean, God, was that refreshing compared to what I've been listening to for the last 20 years. Honestly, I mean, can we put the recycled bottled water out finally and bring in somebody with some onions? That was a great call, Rick. We know Rick from the fan. Uh, We used to see him there uh, doing the show late at night for all on the bench. Great call by him. I was really blown away by just hearing something different for once instead. Oh, John. Oh, I'm so sick of that nonsense. God, kill me now. And I mean it. You can quote me on that too. Somebody send this tape over to both of them and put them in the grave. Both of them. Anyway, the other thing is, uh, Judge, six home runs, 13 RBIs. The guy is just new Jack City. He's just tearing it up. He's a pimp. I mean, what a badass. Listen. I'll never take back that he's been injured too much uh, and he's, he's been a brittle. Uh, I'm expecting it any day now for him to get injured. If that guy goes 60 games and the playoffs without being injured, I'll keel over, but I love his game. When he plays, he's a, he's a beast.
4: Let's go to the West coast now, Scotty and the Dodgers who had a good weekend against the diamondbacks. Mookie Betts did leave the game yesterday with a sore middle finger on his left hand, but they did get back. Ace Clayton Kershaw Pitched very well He said he felt good After the game Here's Clayton
5: Yeah it was fun Uh, I I missed it You know It was hard to miss Opening day obviously And um, You know I was a little You know Not not worried But I didn't know How long it was going to take For my back to get better And then uh, I bounced back pretty quick And so Just thankful I got to get out there today And um, Yeah I felt good It was uh, It was awesome Just to be back out there and, And get a win It felt good
3: You know, it's always tough seeing this guy, you know, with the back problems and not being there on opening day, but they are a tough team. I will say this. I mean, they are loaded and deep as it gets, but I think, you know, personally, they've struggled in a lot of games and the Cubs haven't. Uh, I mean, they've had their own issues. They've had to win extra inning games, both of them, but I really like what I'm seeing from the Cubs. Carver High was uh, bullish on them. And uh, I think the Cubs have looked fantastic. The Yankees and the Cubs to me are the two best teams right now playing baseball.
4: Yeah, I was all in on the Cubs. I'm hoping they play those 60 games because I want to get that question. over 31 and a half. I got a question Go for
3: you. Did, uh, did Ray Lewis come in and take your jerseys? I mean, honestly, she... Did. She she, she,
4: she, <laughs> she During the commercial break, she smashed through the through the door. I mean, there's like a hole down there on the bottom and she ripped them down. And, and and basically took him inside with her. Can you believe
3: her? It's unbelievable. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. She's just got passion, that kid. Sign her up. <laughs> I mean, sign her up. What's next? She's going to tear down my Lemieux. I'll kill her.
4: It's amazing. It really is. Uh, the Phillies are going to play tonight, Scotty. It's been a week for them. They're going to play the Yankees. They've had no positive test over the weekend. That's a good thing. Bizarre situation for the Mets yesterday. Yohannes Cespedes did not show up at the ballpark. The Mets put out a statement saying they don't know where he is. And then they would find out during the middle of the game that he packed up his bags and he decided I'm opting out. I'm going home. Uh, so that's it for Ioannis. let's hear from GM Brody van Wagenen, and Scotty, who is just happy that cesspit is okay. Here's Brody.
5: Well, look, first off, you know, we, we support everybody's and every player's right to, to make this type of decision. And, you know, this is a challenging time for everyone. Uh, and so we will we will support him in that decision. It was surprising without without question. And it, uh at the same point, we we have to go forward and we have to you know, not allow you know, anything to keep us from from going forward and, and attempting winning every game and, and not have distractions from it. But again, the key t- takeaways from my end at this point are that, you know, glad that he's OK. Cause there was some, a period of time where we weren't sure and glad, uh, you know, I certainly will support him and respect his decision as he, uh,
3: as he goes forward. Yeah, actually I think uh, Brody's lying through his teeth. So let's get down to the gist of it. Uh, good riddance, you quitter. What an absolute piker you are. I mean, what are you doing, dude? This is as bad as breaking your ankle, chasing a wild boar. The guy vanished. The guy packed up his stuff and left the hotel. He never showed up at the ballpark. You're a complete idiot. What are you doing? And then that's the end of his career with the Mets. I mean, why not have the stones to just call him out? That was a loser tool move by a guy making tons of money, guaranteed money, tons of money, and he gives them two home runs. He hits an opening day home run to win the game, and then – 10 days later, he's a complete, uh, what is he? A Houdini? Oh, what do we got a Houdini here? The guy disappears on his team. You know what? Go ahead and sign Giannis Cespedes next year to a big fat deal, some other team in Major League Baseball, and you're going to get the exact same thing. He's a vagabond. What a loser. Cespedes quits on his team. That's who he is. He's a quitter and a backstabber, and a thief, and he stole all that money in New York and never earned any of it. He never did anything.
4: Well, the plot thickens this afternoon because I guess some of the reporters went to talk to the Mets before the game tonight against Atlanta, and Brandon Nimmo says that him and his teammates heard that Cespedes agents actually informed the Mets he was opting out before the game yesterday, and then he heard the Mets' official story that he was blindsided during the game. So Nimo said he doesn't know which story is true, but some of the players in the locker room actually thought he was gone before Who they cares? even through the first pitch yesterday. Exactly. Who cares? Who
3: cares about the agent or the players or the front office or their alleged dysfunction or anything else? The bottom line is this. He's a quitter. That's all there is to it. It doesn't matter what the agent says or what uh, Van Wagenen says. Here's the deal. The Mets are loaded with talent. Loaded. And they absolutely suck. It is unbelievable how bad they suck. To have that much talent, talk to bottom on your team. They are loaded. They got a Cy Young repeat winner. They have the number one home run hitter in the league. And they can't get out of their own way. I mean, they are awful. They lose every single game. And now, bettors are latching onto it because every time they play, they lose.
4: Let's uh, roll through a couple things before we get to tonight's game, Scotty. Another rough outing for Otani yesterday. He didn't get out of the second inning. He's going to have an MRI. Not a good scene for him. You said Trout and his wife had a boy. Beckham, Aaron Trout, good for them. Ryan Braun to the IL with a finger laceration. Joey Votto had some symptoms. He does not have COVID. He tested negative. Scott Boris has a bunch of ideas to keep the season alive really fast. Take a look at Scott's ideas, Scotty. I know how much you love Scott Boris. Stretch the schedule to October 10th. Make sure every team has a Spanish-speaking Marshall. Create a World Series bubble. Keep the rosters at 30 players. Scott Boris, Scotty, looking to save the season right there.
3: Yeah, you know, I think they would have a World Series bubble anyway. I have no idea what the Spanish-speaking Marshall is about uh, at all. And I think, you know, he's the best deal maker baseball has ever seen in the history of the game. He should stick to that. Uh, His ideas here make no sense to me whatsoever. I think the biggest story of all the stories you just rattled off is the Otani story. Uh, It's obvious he's throwing in the 80s. His arm is going to fall off. They're going to shut him down from pitching. Guaranteed. Even if that MRI comes back clean, he's not pitching anymore.
4: Yeah, and the Brewers bench coach, Pat Murphy, resting comfortably after he had a heart attack over the weekend. So the Brewers did not play. They were supposed to play the
3: Cardinals. How about the guy, the How about the guy yeah. that had a heart attack? Uh, the football coach in Louisiana, 31 years old, he had a heart attack and dropped dead.
4: Yep, unbelievable! Uh, unbelievable stories going on around here. Let's get to tonight's games quickly, Scotty. Uh, Indians and the Reds—the Battle of Ohio. Terry Francona not will not be with the team. He had to go back to Cleveland and see a doctor. He's having some stomach issues, nothing COVID related. You've got Sonny Gray on the hill for the Reds tonight against Zach Plesac for the Indians.
3: Yeah. You know, I'm very concerned about Tito. I think he's a great manager. I think they have a really good team and I think they're better than the Reds. I I don't care that he's not there. I still uh, like the tribe here. I I like the way Sonny Gray has pitched in Cincinnati. I won't deny it. Uh, I think, uh, the last start, he was like, "We, you know, we're out here. We're trying to kick ass and take names. Uh, we gotta, we gotta want it more. We gotta play harder. We gotta be crazy." I like that. It's the first time I've ever seen that out of Sonny Gray. But I still think the Indians are better. And I'll take that a uh, uh, run and a half too. Thank you very much. Uh, with that lineup, give me a run and a half all day, baby, and that plus one thirty. Get ready to make some money.
4: A really tough spot for the Phillies. They haven't played in a week. They've got Jake Arietta on the mound at Yankee Stadium tonight against the red-hot Yankees, and let's put the cherry on top. Garrett Cole on the mound for them. Really tough spot for Philadelphia.
3: Jake Arietta hasn't pitched since I reached puberty. That's how long it's been since that guy pitched, so I'm not betting on him to save my ass. Lay the one-and-a-half. Yankees are on fire!
4: The Mets try to avoid a four-game sweep down in Atlanta. They have their ace, Jacob DeGrom, on the mound tonight. Soroka goes for the Braves. Can DeGrom stop the skid, Scotty?
3: Yeah, I just can't bet on the Mets. I, I just can't do it. Uh, the Braves have, I mean, it's like their their worst nightmare. And I love Soroka. I think he's a great pitcher. DeGrom is incredible, but you know the formula. Every time he pitches, they can't score runs. So give me the Braves.
4: The Brewers will get back on the field. They will host the Chicago White Sox. Good weekend for the White Sox, Scotty. As they come off sweeping the Royals, they get back on track a little bit. What do you think tonight with the Brewers who had the weekend off?
3: Well, listen, uh, I- it's a very dangerous bet uh, all season long that I was riding the White Sox to be a much better baseball team this season. If you remember in the four and a half, five months we were on uh, talking about with baseball came back, I kind of liked the White Sox. Uh, that's the first sign of some semblance of success that I've seen that they went out to Kansas City and swept those four games or, or it may have been three, but they swept the series. And I think that uh, that's the first I've seen them look really good with the pitching bullpen and, and bats all in confidence concert with one another. So uh, I think they're very tough. Uh, Needless to say, another trip up to Brewtown means they'll lose.
4: Derek Holland on the mound for your Pirates tonight. They are a heavy dog in Minnesota against the Twins.
3: Oh, this one, honestly, uh, the pirates are like a fat girlfriend. You just can't have it. I'm just not, I'm just, I just can't have it. I mean, I love the pirates. Uh, Thank God they got cool uniforms and a great stadium. They got nothing else. Twins will kill them. They'll probably put 15 on them.
4: Cubs against the Royals at Wrigley tonight. Like we said, Royals not playing well, Cubs playing well. What do you think here?
3: I mean, it's just run to the window for the Cubs. Uh, And not only that, how about that? Everybody's just up on rooftops getting hammered and they're winning every game and everyone's just pounding (laughs) beer and smoking dope. I mean, let's just get real. I need a road trip to Chicago. That looks like a party up. I'm surprised I haven't seen somebody jump off the roof.
4: Johnny Cueto and the Giants heading to Coors Field to throw batting practice tonight against the Rockies.
3: Yeah, good luck. I I like the Rockies. Uh, I think they've been a surprise uh, for sure at the beginning of this season and the Padres. And uh I think obviously uh the Rockies no one saw that coming everybody thought they'd be in the grave money in the grave but I like uh the Rockies here
4: the extremely rare 13 and a half over under for the Giants and the Rockies tonight I don't think
3: the Giants can score they can't score 13 <laughs> runs I'll, I'll go risky high risk I'll take the under <laughs>
4: Nice. Uh, Padres, like you said, they've been off to a good start. They have their ace, Chris Paddock, against the Dodgers tonight and Walker Bueller. Game of the night, Scotty, in Major League Baseball. Who would have thought the Padres and the Dodgers at Petco?
3: Yeah. I still like the Dodgers. Uh, I think Bueller's incredible. I think the Padres have been great. I mean, I wouldn't, I, I, you know, it's not the worst bet in the world to take the run and a half and to go for it on the money line, but I still, uh, I like the Dodgers. Now, how long is bets? Is he going to play? Is he out? Is, you know, they got all these little nagging injuries that could be problematic. The Padres, let me just tell you, they are afraid of absolutely no one. They are not afraid of the Dodgers, and I'm sure they're welcoming him in saying, let's go, let's dance.
4: And finally, you've got the A's and the Mariners tonight in Seattle. You've got Montez on the mound for the A's. He's pitched pretty good. Justice Sheffield going for the Mariners. Athletics, big favorites on the road.
3: Yeah, I'm going to take the run and a half and the plus 160 with Seattle and go onions to the walls here. And, and uh, the M's have been playing better than anybody thought they would. They also are a team that people wrote off from uh, the jump and they uh, they they've played a lot better baseball uh, over the last like six days. than I've seen them play in a while. So I'm going to go for it with them tonight. It's coast to coast. All right, uh, Pharrell back on coast-to-coast coast on a Monday. Carver, hi. What do you got? A little uh, fan question here for me. Uh, Joe Burrow says he won't spend any of his uh, NFL paychecks. He's going to live off of endorsement money. I kind of like it. Uh, why not? I mean, his rookie deal is $36 million. Uh If he does that for the life of it and saves $36 million bucks and lives off endorsement money, which – He'll easily be able to do he'll get every endorsement uh you can spit at in Cincinnati and the Queen City's gonna own that town. Uh he hasn't even played a game yet and he already owns it. Is there anyone more important in Cincinnati uh than Joe Burrow? I don't even think so. Like what, Joey Votto? Do people really stop everything they're doing for Joey Votto? I don't think so. There's not one player on the Reds that anyone cares about more than uh, Joe burrow. So imagine, uh, saving $36 million. That's crazy. I mean, that's brilliant. And I'm sure that his, uh, you know, his dad was joking. We finally got him out of the basement, everything else. Apparently you haven't, if he's going to save $36 million, he's penny pinching. Uh, it's smart. I mean, his life is set. His future set, his family set. They'll never need anything. And you don't blow any of the money. A lot of these guys blow money. I know for a fact they do. A lot of them end up broke uh, that make tons of money and then they blow through it all in their lifestyle and uh, they just uh, live beyond their means. Uh, and they're frankly, their wives do and their kids do. They all do. Uh, they live like billionaires when they're actually millionaires. And then it's all gone when they stop playing and they can't keep making those payments. So if you're going to save all your money, I think it uh, is brilliant. Why not have at it? I mean. No one can even argue it. I mean, the guy uh, is going to be an incredible player, allegedly. Everyone thinks he's going to be this fantastic superstar player. They're throwing him to the wolves. Uh, you know he's going to start. They have no other option. Uh, Taylor's going to put him in there. and We'll see what the kid's made up. But I like his idea to save all his money. I think it's very smart. And uh, he's ahead of the curve, if you ask me.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast.